Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no-bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I think I'm going <laughs> to call this sucker... Seeing ourselves or seeing yourself clearly. And I'm just going to dive right in and start with a story um, of, first of all, how this uh, episode came to be, where the inspiration for it came from. So let's start with first things first. I had no intention. (laughs) I did not wake up this morning thinking, yeah, I'm going to record a podcast today. It was not on my list of things to do, and it was not on my mind to do. It was not something that I, like I said, I planned on doing. But, you know, I start each day, my daily spiritual practice, I start each day before I get out of bed, before my feet hit the floor. Uh, I say a series of prayers, and sometimes I do um, a hypnotherapy, um, you know, audio recording. I listen to that. But I say my prayers, so I have a thing. It doesn't matter what I do. It's not, that's not necessary to the story. But I do this series of things. But one of the things that is necessary to the story is I say a prayer. It's a prayer that has been adapted from A Course in Miracles. So each day I say, please have me go where you would have me go. Have me do what you would have me do. Have me say what you would have me say. And to whom? Please use me. So I've been saying this every day for like 30 years. And so there are just some times when spiritual team comes in hot or the inner teacher speaks up loud and says, here's what your ass is going to do. And uh, I wasn't asked ahead of time. Uh, There was no warning. (laughs) It was just kind of like, oh, idea, boom, let's go. And sometimes it's like, I'll have an idea and like, I'll write it down on a little piece of paper. I'm shaking a little piece of paper. I'll write down a piece of paper and I'm like, that can wait. But right now they were like, let's go. We're going to do this thing. So here we are seeing yourself clearly. So I think where the impetus or the inspiration for this idea came from was yesterday, I went and um, had a hair appointment with my beautiful friend, Jessica Todd. And so JT was on the show. I interviewed her and I think we called it doing it scared. Her episode was called doing it scared. Uh, So JT, I'm so lucky. Like she does my hair, her and her associates are just out of this world. And uh, she's a total artist as far as I'm concerned. She's a creative hair artist. You know, I just, she's kick-ass. So anyways, uh, while we're there, one of her associates is talking to me. It was after, you know, the color was done. I'd been at the sink and now we're back and she's going to like blow dry my hands and whatever. And I started laughing and I said, I can't believe that uh, JT didn't make me cut my hair today. And we were like laughing. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, the last time I was in, I didn't cut it. And normally, like I trim it every other time. And she's like, so you got away with it. We were just kind of chuckling. And I'm like, yeah, she, she didn't make me, you know, not make me, you know what I mean? I'm being funny. I'm like, we didn't, we didn't cut my hair this time. And I said, well, maybe it's because she knows I want my hair to be long. Like I'm trying to grow my hair long. 
And the associate, you know how like something's coming out of your mouth and all of a sudden the other person's face is looking at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I want my hair to be long. And she looks at me and she's like, KK, your hair is long. And I'm like, no, 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 but it's not really long. Like I want it to be like wicked long. Like I want it to be long. And she's like, it is long. And I just have this moment where I realize, oh, I'm not seeing myself clearly. And her response and why it was so important is like, and let me say this first and foremost, it is most important, I believe, in how we see ourselves, right? We never want to let somebody take that identity, take an identity away from us, right? And I mean, like, who and how we see ourselves, especially if we're claiming ourselves like as a creative, like a writer or a musician or whatever, when we have this passion or we have this calling and it might not make sense to anybody else or whatever. It's like, don't let people take, take that away from you. But I was clearly having a blind spot. So if you guys have ever listened to the episode that I did on, um, owning both your brilliance and your bullshit. I talk a lot about these blind spots that we get. We have blind spots to our brilliance. We have blind spots to our bullshit. Um, but we just in general sometimes lack the capacity to see ourselves through an, um, I don't know if the word is fair or realistic or whatever lens. We get blinded sometimes by ourselves and because we we're used to seeing ourselves in the mirror all the time, or we're used to seeing a reflection of ourselves or what we think we look like, or this idea that we have of ourselves. And one of the most powerful things that a good friend does, or a good community does, or say you're in a mastermind or you're in a little group or whatever the thing is, right? You have your, your set of friends. One of the things that they do for you, um, especially if they love you, is they reflect back to you the truth of yourself. So they're there to remind you of your goodness, your wholeness, your holiness, your brilliance, your creativity, your strength, your divinity, all those things. And then they're also there. And hopefully they do this in a fair, in a kind in a merciful, graceful, and compassionate way, they can also let you know like, hey, this was kind of out of alignment or hey, this seems to be incongruent with the goals that you said that you wanted or like, hey, I know you say this, but this action like doesn't support that. So they're not your gatekeepers. They're not here to, you know, be your keeper or keep, it's not their responsibility. Um, to babysit you or to boss you around or to be a mother. It's like none of those things. But what good friends do is they will reflect back to you when you do not clearly see yourself, especially when you're creating some sort of a limitation on yourself. And I think, you know, there have been so many times when I've been talking to people and it's not always just like my clients or the people in my membership or people that I mentor or whatever, it can just be like, you know, friends or family, people that I know. And I hear the way that they talk about themselves. And so often, and I often do PS, I often do just go, Whoa, 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 stop for a minute. Just stop because that's crazy talk. Like what you're, <laughs> so like, I'm not denying them their feelings. I'm not saying to them, 
that's not true for you or don't think that or I try to like, you know, immediately like fix stuff for them. It's not that. But I can easily and quickly recognize when somebody has um, some sort of long standing story some sort of long-standing belief or some identity that they've created, whether it's like, I'm not good at that, or I'm not good enough for that or whatever, you know, fill in the blank. There's a thousand ways that we try to take ourselves out at the knees. And so often I'll say to them like, oh my God, I wish I could just like pull my eyeballs out of my head and like pop them into your body so you could see yourself the way that I see you. Now, it's wicked funny that I say that given last week or two weeks ago, the episode um, where I talked about how human eyes don't really see. But it's really like, I wish you could, I could pop my mind or my brain or my hat into your body so that you could, so you could feel the frequency and the resonance and the vibration and the energy that I have. Like when I behold you, when I witness you, when I bear witness to your brilliance. Because we can be so brutal and so hot on ourselves and we don't see clearly. So even just that little thing of me like looking at myself and, and, and being like, oh, but my hair's not long. Now, if you're watching this, it's like, you know, it's not like I wouldn't call my hair wicked long, but I guess it's all relative, right? But my hair is pretty long, but sometimes it's like we just go blind. We go, we go blind to the picture of ourselves that we've created or that really quote unquote is right. The, what other people see or whatever. And what, what good friends can do is they hold for us the vision of us. And I often talk about this, like, this is what I do as a mentor is I hold the strength and the vision for people, right. Um, of how I really see them. And, and like the way, like, I can't, I'm not God. Okay. But I like this divine perspective of this limitless potential. And I'll say, I hold the vision and the strength for you until you are ready to receive it or take it for yourself or own it for yourself. This is what a good mentor does. They often see something in you um, before you can sometimes even see it for yourself or in yourself or before you're ready to accept it. Because so often we go like ping, 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 like Wonder Woman bracelets, right? And we deflect, we deflect, we deflect. And whether that's um, compliments or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like getting a raise or getting more money or love is coming your way. And we have a perception, a misperception. So in A Course in Miracles, it basically says that, you know, um, like, I don't want to misquote this, but the, the gut that, that like we can co-create, this is what I have to say. We can co-create with the divine when our mind is in right mind, when we are not fucking insane and like doing detours into fear, when we are in our right mind, when we are in communion with love, when we are in communion with source. Okay. That's when we can co-create with the divine. But a lot of times what we're really doing when we're uh, being held hostage by the ego is we miscreate. We use our creative power to actually miscreate. And so often we miscreate about ourselves. We definitely miscreate about other people and the world around us. But a lot of times it starts with um, how we identify ourselves, how we see ourselves, how we talk about ourselves, how we think about ourselves. 
And if we have that kind of a, an identity where we're not seeing ourselves clearly, where we have what I call a little bit of spiritual amnesia, I think that our, so it starts with those thoughts, okay? And then those thoughts turn into words, they turn into feelings, they turn into emotions, they turn into choices, behaviors, patterns, your character, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we have to start first and foremost with kind of taking a wicked good look at ourselves and recognize, right? So this, this sweatshirt that I have on, it's, so, it's like, right? I mean, I have a bunch of these PS because they're my, my sweatshirts and my hoodies. Like I have, I've had them made. Um, so I haven't talked about this in a long time, but these say stop playing dumb on them. Right. And it's, it's fascinating with these sweatshirts, what, um, people often think they mean, like when I wear these out in public, people always stop and look or make a comment about it because they've assigned their own meaning to it and what they think it means. But what it really means is stop playing dumb about who you really are as one of God's kids, as an extension of love, as the light of the world, like stop pulling blinders over your eyes. Stop being ignorant about the truth of yourself, which is you are love. That's who you really are. And I always say, you know, you are one of God's kids. Like you are a child of God, like start acting like it. Right. And what I mean by that, and I always say, if the word God doesn't resonate with you, insert goodness. I always say, insert your own happy word here. I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. There's no dogma here. It's none of that. But when we start to recognize the truth of ourselves, that will start to reflect and show up in our external world. When we start to shift our internal perception of ourselves, how we see ourselves, how we view ourselves, how we believe ourselves, how we think about ourselves, how we identify our self-identity, it will definitely change and reflect. And hopefully it will also start to reflect in who you choose to have around you, the type of friends that you have and the relationships that you may or may not decide to continue with your core family members. Because sometimes you got to love people from, from, from the right distance. And sometimes the right distance isn't always them being up in your business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they're not always supportive. And that goes back to like another podcast episode I did where I was talking about how, you know, supposedly there's that thing like the prophet, you know, whether you call it the prophet or Jesus or the holy man or whatever you want to say, uh, could not perform miracles in his own hometown because people just could not see him that way. And this is why as adults, it's so powerful because we get to choose who we spend time with. We get to choose who we surround ourselves with. And hopefully we surround ourselves with people, not people who are going to be yes men and yes women and yes whoever, right? We don't want people who are just going to blow smoke up our ass, right? I did a, I did a Facebook Live about that. I think like, I don't know, four years ago where I said, why you don't want a coach who blows smoke up your ass? <laughs> I should probably do an episode about that. But yeah, we don't want people around who are just gonna, um, you know, what, what is it? The, the, uh, the emperor's new clothes who aren't gonna say like, hey, pal, you're naked, right? You're out on the streets and uh, people are just gonna turn a blind eye to things. You know, we want our friends to be able to tell us the truth. But as I always say, honesty without compassion is brutality. So we want people who can talk to us and tell us sometimes maybe hard things or difficult things or challenging things 
But, you know, we can hear things much better from people when we know that they love us, when we know that they have our best interests at heart. And I often jokingly think to myself, oh, my hearing got better once I started to love myself. Because once you start to love yourself, you have a much more firm foundation and you weren't so defensive. I didn't always have my dukes up all the time. It's a little bit easier to hear things about your quote unquote personality, right? Or your ego when your whole world isn't going to get rocked when somebody says something to you that um, might be true about maybe your behavior or the way that you acted, or it's really, really what they're commenting on is your unintentional, hopefully unintentional clumsiness. But if we have a, a deep fear that it's not safe, um, we won't be able to hear things because we'll immediately go into defensive mode and tit for tat and strike back and fuck you and slam the door and walk, like all that stuff. You know, but when we, when we have a better, you know, I often say like build your house, I think it was somewhere in the Bible. And I always say, hashtag, not a Christian hashtag. And that's not a judgment, meaning like I haven't read the Bible, but I think somewhere in the Bible, it says, build your house on rock and not sand. And this is to me is what daily spiritual practices do is they help us to have a more firm foundation to stand upon, to build upon what, um, Eknatha Shwaran, my meditation teacher, um, calls internal stabilizes, installing internal stabilizes. So same thing, we can get there to many different ways. I always say there's one door, but there's many pathways to the door, right? And I think it's great to take the path that most resonates with you. But I think once we're able to um, start to love ourselves, not only does our hearing get better because we're able to actually hear things now, without freaking out and getting scared and feeling like we're unworthy or if we make a mistake, we're not lovable, all that bullshit, all that bullshit that we do to ourselves and torture ourselves with. But we also, our vision gets clearer. When you start to recognize that you are an innocent, you know, perfect, that doesn't mean your ego personality is perfect. It means who you really are as an extension of the divine is perfect. And once we, um, you know, continue to do this kind of work, this spiritual work where we're transforming ourselves, you know, we're doing that inner work to transform ourselves from a thought system of fear and the ego to a thought system of love with spirit, Holy Spirit, inner teacher, intuition, whatever, spiritual team, whatever you want to call it. Um, it radically can change our life. But every once in a while, we still hear these things and we're surprised, right? People say things to us about ourselves and we can be surprised both in good and bad ways. Like, oh my God, like you see me as selfish? Like, or, oh my God, you think I'm smart or fill in the blank or whatever the thing is, right? It's one of the most powerful things though of spiritual work is you come to know yourself. And it doesn't mean you, you never have blind spots again. It doesn't mean that you, you, because sometimes we just can't see ourselves. It's like, you know, we have our blinders. We have blinders over our eyes. And so this is why it can be really helpful. In fact, I often talk about, I'm like, you know, when it comes to like marketing and um, promotional things or not advertising, but yeah, like talking about your work and things like that, it can be so hopeful, helpful to bring somebody else in as a, um, I call them like an extraction artist <laughs> to sit down and 
pay close attention or look at your content or talk to you and listen to you and say, this is what I'm hearing and this is what I'm seeing. Because so often other people can see things in us that we, for whatever reason, can't see in ourselves. It's a very powerful thing to be able to see ourselves clearly. But on the level of the world, on the level of illusion, on the level of form, we sometimes still have these blind spots. So who we surround ourselves with. You know, there's that old saying that like you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. And my friend Brad Jensen, um, Brad Jensen is the sober bodybuilder and he has the uh, Key Nutrition podcast, which I've been lucky enough to be a guest on. You know, Brad was talking about this the other day. He did a post somewhere, I think it was on IG. And he was basically saying like, it's okay to be, you know, picky as hell about who you surround yourself with. Because the thing is, is that your friends are going to reflect back to you in a lot of ways. Like, because if you think you're a bum and you think you're a loser and you think we are whatever, right? I mean, I think it'd be interesting to take a look around you and notice if, if, if you started some sort of transformational work, right? Let's just say you started meditating, you started uh, going back to church, you started doing prayer, you started doing yoga, like whatever the, everybody, you went to AA, you started going to 12-step meetings, whatever the thing is. You might notice a shift in your relationships because as you shift and change, as you transform, as you, for lack of a better word, like up-level or expand your consciousness or, you know, whatever and change, sometimes those old uh, vibrational matches that you had with people, they dissolve, they fall away, they don't work anymore. You see your relationships crumbling. There's a disintegration that happens. And it's because you're not, I would say like, you're not vibing on the same level anymore. Your frequency has shifted. And when your frequency goes higher, like those lower notes can't hang the same, right? It's so it's like this thing where there's like a lot of times as you get more clear in your vision of yourself, what's good for you, what's right for you, what works for you, what's resonant for you, what calls to your heart. A lot of times it doesn't always stay kosher, right? It doesn't always stay uh, in alignment with maybe the group or the crowd or the people or whoever that you used to hang with or give your power to or give a shit what they thought about you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think finding communities uh, finding groups, finding your, uh, your other people, like there's a thousand names for what people call that, your clan, your group, your crew, your people, what your family, you know, because not all family is blood family. Sometimes it's chosen family. Having people around you who are going to reflect back to you clearly, you know, and say, hey, I think you're amazing. I think you're wicked smart. I think you're beautiful. I think you're strong. I think you're talented. I see this in you. You're a wicked good communicator. You know, I think you're really talented. I think that whatever, whatever, they're, they're words of affirmation, they're words of love, being able to see you clearly during those times when maybe you've lost sight, when you lose sight of the truth of yourself, this is the power of having, especially a spiritual mentor. You know, some of you might have coaches, business coaches, things like that. Um, and that's great too. Like there's a lot of different ways to talk about coaching and mentoring and the roles that we play in people's lives. Um, some people have, what do they call them? Sponsors, right? You can have a sponsor, like a, like again, in AANA, whatever, any kind of recovery program, like that's really helpful because these are people who are trying to hold you um, accountable and help you to walk that path 
to stay the path, right? To stay the course. <laughs> because sometimes our vision gets a little blurry, a little blurry. We don't see ourselves, you know? And so this is why I love to create communities and groups where people who are of like mind, people who are trying to move into the betterment of themselves, right? Because again, oftentimes I always say, you know, this work that we do, spiritual work, personal transformational work, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's like you can't improve upon the real thing, the true you. The true you is innocent and perfect and whole and holy, and you are the light of the world. But what often does need some work is, uh, I always say, your ego personality, your patterns, your subconscious programming. These are the things that need to be shifted. These are the patterns that need to be changed. These are the, the belief structures and the identities that we created from the time that we were like in utero to about, about up to like eight years old, where we have all this old stuff. And we often spend the rest of our life kind of undoing, unraveling. People call it peeling back the onion, whatever. And here's the thing. A lot of people don't do that work. A lot of people stay the same. A lot of people don't want to face the places where maybe they got it wrong or maybe they're not showing up the way that they need to be for their own good, never mind their spouse, their partners, their sweeties, their lovers, their children, their, their workmates, their fellow employees. And especially if you're the leader, if you are the leader of a company, a team, a group, a family, a community, right? This is, this is why, you know, you, you guys have been hearing me hinting at, um, you know, this program that I'm putting together for leaders and for, for entrepreneurs and for people who, you know, run communities or manage others, uh, because it's wicked hard to manage others if you cannot manage yourself. And this is why I'm wicked excited. I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm probably going to announce it next week on next week's podcast, like kind of what it's all about and stuff like that. But I cannot wait to share this with you guys because there's a couple of things up my sleeve. <laughs> I don't mean that to be a tease. It's just, I'm just the kind of person that I don't like to talk about things um, until after I've done them or until they're like, um, you know, flushed out and solid. Cause I just know myself, I'm a verbal processor and I'll kind of talk in circles. So until I can really be able to hopefully share about it in a concise way, I got it all mapped out in my head. Uh, and I can't wait to share with it. But so if you're somebody who is an entrepreneur who maybe leads a team or a group or you have a small business or you're a solopreneur, meaning you're the only one you lead, but you put content or information or creativity out into the world, nonprofit leader, brick and mortar, whatever this is about, this is about uh, this program is is for you. <laughs> I've never done this before. I've never, ever done this before in all my years of the work that I do, where I create a program specifically uh, for business owners, small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, community leaders, whatever. And I'm so fucking jazzed about it. Like, I'm like, like, ah, I just can't wait. Can't wait to talk about it. So, and I'm creating this group because of exactly what I'm talking about is we want to be in a safe place in a safe group where we can fully be seen and see others and bear witness to each other's brilliance and help each other for the places where those places where, um, you know, there might be a little bullshit, a little blind spot. Um, and it doesn't mean you're full of shit. Like so often, like sometimes people feel like, oh, that's a little harsh. And it's like, no, it's not harsh to call people on their shit. 
because we want to see the places where we're a little blind. We want to see, we want to shine a light. We want to shine a light. We want to take the stuff that is in the shadow and in the darkness and not shame it and not judge it and not blame it and not make you bad. It's none of that. When people are like, you got to own your bullshit. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, and I'm like, no, it's just a word, right? Bullshit is just a word. You can call it the place where you feel wounded, the place where you are stuck, the place where you get hung up, you know, the place where you are attached to an old story. There's a thousand ways to say it. And we can't heal these things. I always say you can't heal what you hate. You can't heal what you're avoiding either. You can't heal the stuff that you're not willing to look at. But mostly this is going to be about supporting where you shine and keeping the focus on where your brilliance is and your strength is, where your genius is. But we're not going to avoid the places where like if I hear a story or I see a pattern or I see some conditioning that I go, let's talk about that because you've been hypnotized a little bit uh, and not in a good way in that in that way that when you're again from ages zero to eight, your earliest environment and your earliest caretakers and your earliest uh, interactions and experiences, right, they've they've created these paradigms within you. Uh, and the work that I like to do is to help people to find the freedom from those things uh, to uh, to free yourself from the tyranny of your own mind. <laughs> so I'm wicked excited about that. So you guys, I hope you have at least one person in your life who sees you wicked clearly. I hope it's you with you, right? Number one, numero uno. I hope you and you have a really good relationship and you're able to be honest with yourself about both your brilliance and sometimes your your petty bullshit right but then also to have at least one friend or one person in your life and hopefully there's more that recognize recognize just the beauty and the power and the brilliance and the uh the gift and the blessing that you are to the world. And I hope they reflect it back to you, whether that's in words or however they do it, because we all have different styles of how we show our love, right? But I hope somebody is there to reflect it back to you because I keep going back to that, right? And, and I also understand again about the hair being long. Like, you know, sometimes people will say, like, I was thinking about this actually this morning how it is that we even all, <laughs> no wonder why we often all feel misunderstood sometimes or like, oh, this is not getting through. Like what I say isn't what they say, but because we assign meaning to everything as individuals. So what somebody thinks is short or what somebody thinks is long or what somebody thinks is bright blue versus this, right? We all have different ideas and meaning that we've assigned to things. So sometimes I'll find myself saying, oh, I thought you said it was short. And they're like, it is short. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not short, short, right? And it's like, it's like because we all have these variables, these, I want to say fractals, but I don't think that's the right word to use here. But we all have these ideas of what we think. Because words, of course, the miracles always says, words are but symbols of symbols. And it's true. We're all just trying to get our point across. But the, the meaning we've assigned to things don't always garan them all up, right? They don't always match up. So um, so I just thought it was kind of funny. And I'm grateful. So Malls, Malls, if you're listening to this episode, thank you for that that comment. Because obviously, it got into my 
consciousness. And then spiritual team just pulled it up and they're like, let's go hit record. We're going. <laughs> that's, that's how it works around here. People. I take my answers. I always say, I take my instructions uh, uh, to a higher authority. I always say I answer to one boss and that's God. Uh, so yeah, so it was really good. So I hope this has been helpful in some ways, you guys. And, you know, if you start to recognize a pattern where, you know, like people are complimenting you on something and if they say like, oh, that sweater looks really nice on you or really pretty on you and you immediately go, oh, this, this old thing, or somebody says you have a nice smile and you're like, yeah, but my tooth is crooked or like whatever the thing is, if we find ways to not receive, um, the love that people are extending to us. Now, here's where I, when I do want you to have a good deflector or a good shield. And that's when people are trying to throw their own shit onto you or their own shit at you. That's when I want you to totally wonder woman the shit out of that. Be like, ping, 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 right? Put yourself in a white bubble, whatever you gotta do. Don't let, don't let the crazy monkeys flinging poop get on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys. Was that what they say? So. But most of the time, right? I hope when people are extending love or showing love or speaking love or breathing life into you, or they're trying to lift you up when they're trying to, um, you know, just glorify you, may you have the capacity to receive it. May you be able to do that for yourself. And, well, you know, the times when maybe you, you flub up or you screw up or, you make a mistake or you're just clumsy and you don't, you know, may you pick yourself up, may you dust yourself off. Maybe you take a moment to recognize <clears throat> what happened. May you apologize, make, you know, to atone, to apologize, to say you're sorry if you need to be grateful for the experience and then be determined to not do it again. You know, this is, I'm going to do a whole episode on guilt and shame and forgive self-forgiveness because I think so many people struggle with this. Um, but may we be able to, to have clear vision <clears throat> of ourselves. I call it Christ vision sometimes. And don't get hung up on the word Christ and get all weird about it. But I often think of like holy figures, you know, people throughout time call again, just think of whoever, like, like Mr. Rogers glasses. That's what I should call it. Mr. Rogers vision, because Mr. Rogers just really saw us all through such compassion and um, he allowed all things to be, there's not a word for what I'm trying to say, talk aboutable. <laughs> I think he used to say something like, if it can be mentioned, it can be managed or something like that. And I really believe that. So may we be, may we get comfortable mentioning to ourselves the beautiful and the powerful and divine things about ourselves. And may we not be so afraid of our shadow parts and taking a look at it because so often those shadow parts or those parts of ourselves that we try to hide or not look at or resist or keep in the shadows, uh, keep in the darkness, like off the radar is because we have shame around them or we have guilt or we have fear and it's all fear. It's They're all the babies of fear. Fear is the mama and all those babies are fears babies. Um, so a lot of compassion towards ourselves goes a long way. And if you have somebody, if you have an auntie, a grandmother, an uncle, a friend, a cousin, a workmate, a sibling, like whoever it is, your sweet, whoever it is, who sees you with such fucking clarity, like crystal clear, like wicked, 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 clear. Wicked, 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 wicked. <laughs> then um, say thank you to them. Say thank you to them. 
And I hope that you extend the courtesy back and that you see them with clear vision too. And that's what I'm always trying to do. I just try to see past, see past the mistakes, the humanity, the place, like just see past it the light that shines so deeply within them, that divine light, that divine spark, we all have it within ourselves. And sometimes people will often say my light went out. I say, ah, your light can never go out, but we can become blinded to it. So it's helpful to remind each other of that light within. So you guys, I hope this was helpful in some way that is always, always, always my heart's desire. That something that I say and share from my heart somehow also lands in your heart. Uh, I have no expectation of it, but I do get super duper excited when it happens. So thank you to um, folks. Uh, I always love hearing from you. Um, so if you appreciated this episode or you got something from this episode or you want to share it with the person who is the one who shines a light for you and has clear vision for you, this would be a little love letter, a nice little love letter to send and just say thank you so much for being my person who does that for me or one of my people who does that for me. But the reality of it is, is that all minds are joined. We are all connected. We are all in union together. So if you found something helpful, there's a pretty good chance that somebody else you know, pal around with, hang out with, love, will find it helpful too. And this is how we shift and change the world. You know, right now there's so much crazy shit going on in the world. And, you know, you see things like war come up and just like all these, just these things that can just make the world seem so scary and like hopeless and dark and whatever. And the thing that I always remind myself is, is that I cannot change dictators, right? I cannot change insane, egomaniacal leaders, power hungry, greedy, um, brutal, violent, um, insane people in positions of power. I personally can't, me, like, can't go out into the world and do anything really about that. I can't stop it. I can't stop the bombs. I can't stop the invasions. I can't stop the murder and the pillaging and all the awful separation of families and just the, the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear that is being generated. Um, but what I can do, what I can do is resist that within myself. I can eradicate and do the work daily spiritual practice, daily spiritual work to slow down, to pause, to search myself, to search my own mind, to know myself and to eradicate, to remove, to release, to let go of any violence, any greed, any sense of separation, any fear and scarcity, all that stuff within myself. If I can continue to shift and change my mind from a thought system of fear to a thought system of love. You know, fear is what we are taught here. Love is who we are. This world teaches us to be afraid of each other, teaches us to go into scarcity, teaches us to be power hungry, teaches us to be competitive, teaches us to have to fight for what we want, all that bullshit. So while we can't always stop the big things that are happening, each one of us in our own little way, we do that work within ourselves. We move from our heads to our hearts and we start to transform ourselves. That's how the world fucking changes. Because when enough people decide that war is not the answer, when enough people collectively start to choose love as the answer instead of hate, instead of fear, instead of power and manipulation and murder, let's call it what it is. When enough people decide no more of that. 
because they've awakened to the love that they are, that's how the planet's going to change. You know, and Mr. Rogers' mom always used to say to him, uh, and this is famous, right? This isn't something you've probably heard a thousand times before, but when Mr. Rogers would see scary things happening in the world as a little kid, his mom would always tell him, look for the help is. And that's a beautiful thing. And I, I expand on it a step farther and I say or further and say, hey, be one of the help is. And one of the ways that we help is we extend the love, we extend the light, we become, we stop playing dumb about who we really are. We recognize who we are. And then we get down to the business of love. And we act with love, we speak with love, we think with love. And sometimes we need help doing that consistently. And this is the work that I love to do with other people. Because I always say, if you want to change the world, first you got to change your own damn self. So this is what we can do. And of course, obviously, there's other things you can do, right? How you vote, how you use your money, what, like getting the word out. There's a thought, I mean, we could, that's a whole other thing for another day. But I'm just saying within yourself, because so often when you're sitting at home and you see something come on the news and you're just like, what? Like, and you, it can be terrorizing, right? It can be so scared. And then, especially if you know people in that region of the world or that state or whatever, right? Locally or abroad. And it just can just feel like I'm just one person. What can I do? Well, what one person can do is change themselves. And then you become the beacon of light. And then you're through, through knowing you and you being you and you being the love that you are, slowly that spiritual transmission goes out. And then you start to affect the people within your own home. You start to affect people in your neighborhood, your community, blah, blah, blah. And this is how we do it. We start with ourselves and then slowly, right? We shift our minds. We, we start the miracle. That's what the miracle is, shifting our minds from, from fear to love. Once we start to shift those perspectives, this is how we all go home. This is how we start to help each other and we stop seeing each other as others. We start to recognize that we are all brothers and sisters. We are all kin. We are all family. There's no others, you guys. P.S., by the way. All right. Again, spiritual team just took over. This is what happened. So um, that's what I have to say for today. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate, I appreciate you so much. So wherever you go, may you leave yourself, the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me 
to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.